Welcome to Discover a Better You podcast, formerly known as Uncommon Sense on Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Coach Christina, owner of Discover a Better You LLC, co-founder of the nonprofit Heart Centered Matters, and certified professional coach. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical advice and tough love on relationships from a Christian perspective. We'll cover everything from the law of attraction, the five love languages and boundaries, to self-love and modern dating. It means so much to me that you're taking the time out of your day to listen, to be coachable, and be encouraged. What's new with this podcast? Each month, I'll be bringing on guests from diverse backgrounds with various stories and beliefs. They will be sharing their heart as well as their passion for many types of self-improvement. Their expertise may be in health, fitness, finance, business, mindset, or relationships. But if they're on this show, I guarantee they'll be bringing you value that will improve your life as well as your relationships. I hope you all love this new dimension of the show. If these episodes are meaningful to you, please let me know by subscribing, leaving a message, a review, or sharing with a friend. I also love when you send me topic ideas that you would like included in the next episode. But whichever way you choose to participate in this group, thank you. Today, we welcome guest expert, Dr. Sarah Shevitz, licensed clinical psychologist and founder of Couples Learn. She's an online love and relationship psychologist, helping people feel safe to love again. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Sure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I love all your work on Instagram. I follow you and there's been some amazing points you've made. And um, I'd love if you share a little bit about your journey and um, your degree in psychology and all the teachings that you share with the world. Sure. So I'm a um, licensed psychologist. Like you said, I have my doctorate in psychology and I specialize in love and relationships and um my practice is called Couples Learn, and it's a group practice that specializes in online therapy for love and relationships. That's awesome. Um, what made you go into this line of work? It's always been something I've been really interested and passionate about. And a lot of the times people who go into this work is because it really speaks to them. And that was the case for me as well. Um, kind of growing up in a home with a lot of conflict between my parents was obviously very stressful for me as a child, as it is for any child. And um, I really wanted to, I really was enthralled with how to change that dynamic. As That's awesome. And I know you have mentioned before that sometimes the way that we value ourselves and the way that we grow up and feel our worth, that has such an impact on our later relationships. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think who you are at your core or who you believe you are at your core is kind of what you'll attract and what you think you're worthy of is what you'll settle for. So, I mean, self-worth has a huge impact in relationships because if you think that you don't have any inherent worth, which unfortunately many of us do feel that way, then um, 
you'll always be kind of auditioning and trying to prove your worthiness and doing things to make people love you rather than just being you and kind of auto accommodating to different situations to make sure everyone else is comfortable. And it kind of, when you don't have a lot of self-worth, it leads to you focusing on everybody else's needs and not your own, which is really a, really a challenging dynamic in a relationship. Right. And then you're trying to find that validation and then it kind of sometimes leads to codependency and things like that. Exactly. Or dating people who are a little bit more on the narcissistic side of the scale. So, you know, that's always a challenge as well. Right. And how do you help um, people find that self-worth and recognize that inherent worth? So that's a a long process and it's something that's a lifelong process. Um, one of the first things that I have people do is just try to talk about what they do like about themselves. And uh, this is really hard for a lot of people. So just that process of potentially writing down one to three things per day that you like about yourself, whether it's a quality, like an inherent quality or a win for the day, you know, like I did something great at work today or whatever that win might be, that's a great first place to start. And then another really important piece is how you're talking to yourself. Kind of what's your inner dialogue sound like? A lot of us are complete jerks to ourselves. (laughs) That is You would never talk to a friend many times the way that you talk to yourself. And so that, or a small child, for example. Um, So you really got to start looking at what am I saying when I make a mistake, for example, am I saying, Oh, I'm so stupid. Why would I do that? Like, oh, you know, or are you like, right. Yeah. And we tend to focus on our, our losses versus our wins. Like, you know, we're like, Oh, I did that wrong. I did that badly. Instead of saying, Oh, look what I did good though. Like look at these things that I accomplished. Yeah. yeah. And so when you do make a mistake, you know, you need to be compassionate with yourself and loving with yourself and say, it's okay, sweetheart. We all make mistakes. Just like you would to a little kid if they spilled some milk on the table. You know, I mean, a lot of parents would yell at their kid. So this may not come naturally to you. um, But an accident is an accident. You don't need to berate anyone for it. You can just love them compassionately through it and help them relieve any shame they're feeling and move on. And that's what you need to do for yourself. So true. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard when it comes to yourself, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Yeah. So what is one tip you could give if somebody keeps falling into that pattern, um, that unhealthy pattern of feeling unworthy? Um, Like, let's say they they are doing those positive things and they're trying to build themselves up. um, But what's something else they could do like on a regular basis to just remind themselves like, hey, I'm worthy. Like I deserve a happy life. I, you know, because a lot of times people do reflect back to their childhood, as you said. And if if they saw a relationship that it, you know, they weren't honoring their value and they were allowing someone else to either manipulate them or they weren't being validated and they use that as their model. Like how, how can we point back and say, listen, like I was in that situation. It doesn't have to stay mm-hmm. a part of me. So, I mean, I did already name a couple of things you can do, which is looking at your inner dialogue yeah. and um, really focusing on your wins 
And really overall, what it all amounts up to is reparenting. So you get to be the loving, kind, forgiving parent that you probably never had. If this is your internal dialogue, you've probably, you've probably um, internalized the critical voice of your parent or parents or caretakers, foster parents, whatever. Um, And so you've got to shift that voice. And I mean, this is a therapeutic issue for sure. This is something that I really recommend working with somebody on because it's every situation is unique and um, things like saying affirmations can be helpful and paying attention to your inner dialogue, but also gaining additional insight into what you were dealing with and kind of having that that seen and heard in a compassionate space is very healing as well. Yeah, true. And when you have somebody like yourself to be accountable to, then I believe that also help them, you know, not to fall back into that pattern. Because when you're left to your own devices, sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, you revert back, you know? So when you have that consistency and that accountability and just somebody to, you know, point out things to you, I think yeah, that's so helpful. Yeah, exactly. And less so accountability because that kind of gets into you have to, or you're like a, like a blaming almost like it's not the energy I would bring as a therapist. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you're already beating the crap out of yourself internally. So for me (laughs) to add to that (laughs) and create shame because you're not being accountable and you're not doing the things you should, I'm just turning into that parent. Okay. So really having a space of compassion for what's making it challenging. Like, let's look at those beliefs. Okay. Yeah. So more the empathy then. And like, let's look at those beliefs of unworthiness that are, are causing the resistance to doing these things. And that's usually what it is. It's like, I don't feel worthy of this. I don't deserve this. It feels uncomfortable. It feels weird. And, you know, just kind of modeling that, um, compassion and unconditional love as a therapist is super important. And that's why the Mm -hmm. therapeutic relationship is so important. Yeah. You can do that all on your own, but if you don't have a model who's really like seeing you in that light and and holding that love for you, it's, it's a little bit challenging to do on your own. Yeah. That's awesome that, um, that you put it, you know, shed a little light onto that because I feel like a lot of people do, um, look for that accountability and instead, you know, showing that just modeling it and showing that compassion and empathy. That's yeah, a great perspective. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so I know that you focus a lot on couples and um, I know you mentioned in your Instagram highlights that um, when it comes to arguments, a lot of times we go back to blaming each other and, you know, making it more so about the um, right or wrong than focusing Mm -hmm. on the solution. And I really love that too. Could you tell us a little bit more on how to make that shift? So that honestly, it it ties into what we were just talking about. So that's a great next question because when you start Mm -hmm. to become more forgiving of yourself, you will also start to become more forgiving of others. And the first thing I have somebody do when they're highly critical of their partner is look at their inner dialogue. Mm-hmm. How are they talking to themselves? Okay. Undoubtedly, they're highly critical of themselves as well. And so that shift 
that we just talked about earlier will actually shift your relationship so that you're looking at giving your partner the benefit of the doubt and just holding them compassionately and like, you know, maybe this wasn't their intention to hurt my feelings or let me give them the benefit of the doubt or you made a mistake and it's okay. It's not like you were trying to hurt my feelings. You just made a mistake. So that actually shifts it when you shift your internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're giving yourself grace yeah. and you're giving them mm-hmm. some grace exactly. too. Yeah. That's awesome. So I really appreciate all of that insight. And if there's one or two main takeaways you'd love to add to all the great insight and knowledge that you've shared just now, um, feel free. I would just say that every single human being out there is worthy of being loved just as they are. And that includes everybody who's listening right now. And if that feels uncomfortable or if that feels weird to hear, then this is absolutely some work you get to do. And you can start by really checking in with how you're talking to yourself and becoming a loving, compassionate parent to yourself, your your inner child. And um, if it's showing up inside of you, it's probably showing up in your relationship. And that's a powerful shift. Right. Absolutely. And um, I just love that you are, you know, on Instagram sharing all this with so many people that maybe wouldn't other otherwise seek out a therapist or a psychologist. And just being that it's there, it's so great for people to be able to hop on and get your motivation and inspiration um, and, and also be able to find you to work with you. Um, I think that's wonderful. And I would just love for you to let us know where we can find you on Instagram, as well as if you have a Facebook page and um, your email and how to work okay. with you. Yeah. Um, everything is couples learn. So on Instagram, you can find me at couples learn. Uh, if you type in couples learn on Facebook, you'll find me. And my website is coupleslearn.com. And currently it's myself and one other clinician that, um, practice online individual and couples therapy. So you can book with either of us and um, hopefully the team will continue to grow and expand so that we can really provide high level um, online services across the nation. And that really, thank you. Yeah. That's really helpful with couples therapy because um, it's often challenging to get time when two people can either take time off work or, away from the kids to get to a therapy session. And so, yeah. Right. No, that's so true. My husband and I were in counseling before and it was hard. It was hard to get to a place, you know, yeah. if it wasn't right exactly. by our house, right at the right time. <laughs> and so, then you're like, you're limited so to helpful. who is around you and they may not always be the best fit for you. Very true. <laughs> yeah. So that yes. was really my intention with creating Couples Learn is making it more accessible for everyone. That's wonderful. And also I noticed that you have a quiz on your Instagram. Yeah, I think there's actually two up there. Um, One is a healthy relationship quiz to just kind of take a little test on how healthy is my relationship. Um, So if you're wondering, that's a great place to start. And then the second one is conflict. Am I handling conflict in a healthy way? Um, so those are the two and I'll actually be, I do a lot of work on attachment and I'll be creating an attachment quiz. It's on my list of things to do. So that should be up in the next, I don't know, month or so. Awesome. (laughs) 
Great. All three very important things and a great place to start. If you guys want to work with Sarah, that's a great mm-hmm. place to go find her on Instagram and follow all of her inspiration. So thank you so much for all of that. And it was a pleasure having you Likewise, on. Likewise, thank you so much you. for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please leave a review and a comment. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Tune in again next week for another episode of Discover a Better You podcast.